Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans is the broadcast for July 19th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A quick recap of yesterday's show we had on Lowell Nelson campaign for liberty.org, and we talked about desertification. Yeah, it was from a TED Talk from February 2013. Alan Savory. Why do we talk about it? Well, desertification, ladies and gentlemen, is how they want all land to literally be not used by people. People are the enemy. Uh, that's the environmentalist whack-out view. Uh, and they want to basically do that, but what it'll do is it'll destroy all the land and turn it all into a desert. It's called desertification. Uh, but if you put you know animals on the land and you farm the land and you plant trees on the land and uh, you have controlled fire burns on the land and do what you're supposed to to, well, be good stewards, as God said, on the land, wonderful things happen. That was the point of his TED Talk. And uh, we compared that to the Archangel Tree folks doing a great job who say the same thing. Uh, we talked about the Dutch farmers who are rising up against their, quote, food system reset. Dr. Joseph Mercola at LouRockwell.com writes a great article on that, highlighting we're all going to be starving, folks, if they have their way. We are facing a food crisis for crying out loud, and they want to shut down farms in the name of climate change, ladies and gentlemen. They really want you just to eat the bugs, I guess, and be happy. Impossible burgers, by the way, are impossible. Don't eat one of those things. You might grow a third eye if you do. It's insanity, folks. They're working on making meat so expensive, believe it or not, that the common people, you and I, won't even be able to afford it if they have their way. Are you uh, enjoying the Great Reset, folks? <laughs> wow. Bill Gates, believe it or not, is the single largest private owner of farmland in the United States today with nearly 270,000 acres that was at the end of last year and he just purchased 2100 more acres in north dakota uh, farmland and bill synonymous it is just chilling to think that bill clinton this whacked out eugenicist this vaccine you know pro-death reduce the population guy is going to own all the farmland wow we also talked about the centralization of nations and what that means for you dr igor shepherd uh, on lourockwell.com as well that was hour one with lowell nelson hour two with dr scott bradley we talked about will 100 million people die from the covid vaccine by 2028 asked joseph mercola in the epic times david martin phd doubles down presents evidence that the covid 19 injections are not vaccines they're bioweapons that are being used as a form of genocide across the global population, ladies and gentlemen. We also talked about infertility, a diabolical agenda. Uh, it's a new film coming out by Andrew Wakefield and others 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Children's uh, Health Defense. Think about that. It's a chilling tale, folks. Wow. They also say watch the chilling tale of African women whose fertility was tragically stripped away from them through an experimental tetanus vaccination program. Are women everywhere next? Sadly, I think the answer is yes in their satanic agenda. We also talked about the Nazification, like Nazi, the Nazification of American medicine. Yeah, that's an article written by a contributor and author, uh, Dr. Richard Aimling, MD. He's saying, look, these are Nazi-style eugenicists all in bed together to reduce the population. Beware. We talked about Anthony Fauci. He finally admitted, he says, quote, one of the things that's clear from the data is that vaccines, because of the high degree of transmittability, well, it doesn't protect overly well with the vaccines. He admits it now. After he's forced everybody literally to get the jab, these people are literally criminals. Beyond the Nuremberg kind of trial things, folks, they need to be put in prison. But now Anthony says he's just going to retire and ride off into the sunset. If we the people let him do it, we have nobody to blame but ourselves, folks. We also talked about a bombshell study, natural immunity or immunity conferred by a previous COVID-19 infection provides superior protection from the virus when compared to vaccines. Health experts are now quitting the CDC, the NIH, and the FDA in droves. Why? Because of bad science. And they have overall morale melting down. They're leaving left and right, causing staffing shortages, according to WND.com. Art Moore and others. By the way, they say Ivana Trump's death is ruled accidental. accidental. They say she died by blunt injury to the lungs. I wonder if the COVID vaccine had anything to do with it. Of course, we'll probably never know. That's the recap, folks. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Without further ado, straight to our guests. Uh, Richard Mack with me. He's more of a co-host than a guest, I ought to say, though. Welcome back to the broadcast, Sheriff. Hey, thanks so much, Sam. It's good to be back with you on the radio from an amazing trip to Vegas. And thanks for having me this beautiful Tuesday morning. You are very welcome, sir. By the way, you want to introduce our guest? Well, <laughs> uh, I guess she and I and you all met uh, in Vegas uh, this past Tuesday. So a week from uh, today, uh, we met this amazing, courageous uh, woman, uh, I was going to say politician, but she's not a politician. She's a statesman or stateswoman. However, there she wants go. that. She is a true servant of the people. She has put herself on the line for liberty. And Tina Peters, welcome to the Liberty Roundtable with Sheriff Mack and Sam Bushman. Thanks for all you've done. Good morning, gentlemen. It's great to be here, and I feel very honored to be. Uh, speaking with you today. Thank you. I want to just highlight Tina Peters shedding the light on elections, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. That's spelled out for Tina Peters for Colorado.com. Now, uh, the headline says one brave public official has stepped forward to challenge the lack of transparency, to blow the whistle on the lack of transparency and security in our elections. Now they're trying to take you down, Tina. Why don't you give us kind of a, a summary of how it all started, and then we'll get into what's currently happening. Hey, Sam, <laughs> could I interrupt just real quickly? Sure. 
Uh, just two things news-wise uh, and friendship-wise, I guess. Today is uh, the primary in Maryland where our good friend and patriot, Michael Peruca, is running for um, Maryland Attorney General. And I don't think you know him, do you, Tina? I do not. I do okay. not. He's, but, a, uh, he's, a, he's a staunch constitutional lawyer, and he's been a, a prominent speaker at most of our conferences and conventions and seminars. But he is putting himself on the line to be the AG in Maryland, and we certainly pray for him today. Uh, amen the other to one, that. Sam, just, just Hold on. Before you get to the other one, he also runs a website called uh, theamericanview.com, which is very good with constitutional scholarly videos. He has a whole curriculum that's incredible uh, for anybody who's into real education, Tina. Theamericanview.com. Go ahead, Sheriff. Amen to that. And the other one, I don't know if you've already discussed this, Sam. It certainly bears repeating that um, uh, the uh, mall shooting in Indiana uh, ended with maybe dozens and dozens of lives being saved because Mm -hmm. a brave citizen carrying a gun ended this tragedy in a matter of seconds. And it just shows how many people can be shot. He shot, he killed three and wounded two others. And this man pulled his gun uh, and shot the suspect in a matter of seconds. Uh, If, if that doesn't show uh, the ridiculousness of trying to get rid of guns in America from law-abiding people, there is no better example than, than this as to what happens when honest uh, law-abiding citizens are armed in the holy cause of liberty. My hat's off to this brave hero that saves so, so many lives. Amen to that. No doubt about it. And by the way, we'll get into that gun uh, issue hopefully a little later after we drop off uh, Tina. Do you want to comment on either of those news pieces first, Tina? Well, I, I'll just tell you first, I, I'll be praying for uh, for this uh, uh, AG that's running in Maryland because uh, we, let's just hope they don't uh, rig his election like I'm probably going to talk about with mine and others. And um, so we'll just be praying for him that he makes it through uh, and can affect much change. Uh, and then the mall shooter. Has the media been covering that wide and large about how, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, you don't hear those stories out there plastered in the media uh, about how if we all just carry our firearms and learn how to be responsible gun owners and, and uh, uh, you know, and, and so we're there to defend ourselves and others, uh, you know, we might have a little... Uh, a little bit of peace on this earth, but uh, you know they were they in my story when I talk about my story, they uh, they meaning our sheriff here who says he serves at the pleasure of the DA, which just floors me, um, I, and that, I know that angers you guys. Uh, he uh, took away, suspended my consent my concealed carry permit so all right hang tight liberty roundtable live in seconds on your radio with tina peters and sheriff richard mack 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Greenwood Chief James Eichsen said that a good Samaritan with a gun at the scene killed the shooter. Thank heavens for that, ladies and gentlemen. Great news. Okay, they don't really cover the details of the shooter in the mainstream press. I don't know why, but we need to basically promote who this guy is, Sheriff. Yes, exactly. Uh, Elijah, it looks like it, it, it could be pronounced a little bit differently than what I'm saying. E-L-I-S-J-S-H-A. So I don't know if it's Elijah or Elijah Dickon, 22 years old, of Seymour, Indiana, and the, the mall where it happened was Greenwood Park Mall. And... You know, I, I, I just, my hat's off to him. This is a good American citizen uh, out there being ready, a minute man, in case something happens. He's ready, he's armed, he's prepared, and I'll bet you he's been trained. But God bless him for the many, many people uh, that he saved. Amen to that. Absolutely. And Michael Pruker running for attorney general, right? That is correct, and he's a very dear friend of CSBA and yours and mine, and I hope someday Tina, <laughs> because she would love this man. Uh, I've never met such a, a powerful man who is uh, uh, without guile. Uh, he's very powerful, 
but I've never seen him lose his temper. Uh, and uh, he's perfect for this job. And I, and I pray to the good Lord that uh, he will bless us all with liberty today in this election in, in Maryland. All right, there you have it. Anyway, great news pieces, and we'll be praying for Michael Parutka, no doubt about that, and we're grateful for the armed good Samaritan who fatally shot the gunman. Uh, good for him, and you know what? We just need more of that in America. Um, good guys with guns every time are the answer. Uh, I call it a rape me not in the hands of a good woman and a kill me not in the hands of everybody uh, because that's really what we're talking about here. He saved lives, ladies and gentlemen. And now we find out in the Uvalde shooting how really the problem was just nothing but a failure at every level by all government. And you begin to understand, mm, the answer is not uh, less guns in the hands of good people like they want you to believe. That's a lie. And the Republicans, uh, shame on them for falling for that uh, lie. What we need to do is focus on good people and electing great people to office. Thus, Tina Peters with us. Uh, and Tina, so you were going to tell us your story, kind of a summary of kind of how this all started uh, in your life and then kind of where we are now. Tina? Well, I was a business owner for 32 years. My husband and I owned a construction company. And before the 2016 election, I said, you know, I need to, I need to give back. I need, you know, we've been focused on our business and, and our lives. I need to get, get in and see what I can do to help. And we cannot let that woman, and I think your listeners know who I'm talking about, get into office. So I started, I went to a volunteer meeting and I was one of eight people and I looked around and I was shocked. I said, I thought people that were good at this politics thing were taking care of this. So, you know, I was a little bit panicked. I started walking and walking and talking. I would, I would walk all day, uh, knock on doors, um, just simply ask people how they felt about the election, listen to them. And I heard their voice, and I just fell in love with the people in my county. And so, um, and when I would, after I finished walking all day, uh, I would come in um to the to the GOP headquarters, and I would get on the phones and call and call and call. So uh, we did end up winning more than we uh, than we ever had in our county, but it's a very conservative county, um, so we expect that. But after the election, I decided I wanted to to give back, and I ran for the Mesa County Clerk and Recorder position. Uh, it's an elected position that's over uh, motor vehicle. Uh, elections, recording, uh, clerk to the board, uh, and a board of equalization. And I ran for that because there were three and a half hour wait times. And I said, I can fix that. As a business owner, I can fix that. And I did quite quickly. I, um, I was the I, I was the one that came in and kind of upset the apple cart of the establishment. And then in 2020, after that election, uh, you know, across the country, as you know, uh, people were very concerned that the that the election was rigged. I I felt the same way, except for I didn't feel that it happened in my county uh, because we are very conservative, or so I thought <laughs> back then. And um, so I didn't think a lot about it until the 2021, six months later, the 2021 municipal election. And when I pulled the totals at 7 p.m. Uh, for that race, uh, for city council, I said, there's no way, there's no way that the, I know my people, there's no way these people uh, won. It was a progressive from California that had worn a, ma- worn a mask the whole time he was campaigning, even 
when you didn't have to wear them anymore. He, there was a, uh, a, um, a very radical uh, uh, man from uh, our liberal gay um, governor, Governor Polis, and uh, that had moved here. And I went, there's no way he, he, he could have, these people could have won. So I was very suspicious. A month later, the Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, who is head of the Democrat Association of Secretary of State, she's the chair, um, and uh, her and uh, the Dominion Voting Systems were coming in to do what they called an upgrade. (laughs) It was called a trusted build. Isn't it interesting how evil will cloak itself in in righteous-sounding names? And um, they were going to wipe off a QR code program in, a, and, uh, uh, in this trusted build. And I, and I thought, you know, if they wipe that QR code program, it was just a program where when you vote in person, it makes a code that the machine reads it to see who, who you voted for. And I thought, if they delete that or get rid of that program, how am I going to, if I ever was called upon to do a audit, how would I do it? So that's why I, I, and I was very transparent about what I was doing. I called in people um, and looked for someone that could do this uh, image, uh, a backup image. So they they came in. Um, I, I had someone come and do it before image. The Secretary of State and um, and Dominion Voting Systems came in and did their wipe of my computer, uh, the people's computer, and. Then afterwards, I did another uh, image. And when we compared the two, it was radically different. They had deleted 29,000 election records, uh, records, log files that prove how they get to the results of the election. All right, Um, let me stop you so people are clear then. You took an image (laughs) of the machine. Right. uh, Then they deleted your computer, Right. They deleted. They deleted important election files, but that—that's not all they did. I understand. Mm-hmm. However, though, you had the backup that was separate from that that you still retained, right? That's correct. And then you backed up the machine again after they had made changes, deleted your computer, did all the things that they wanted to do to clean it up, and now you have two images, right? That's right. That's right. All right, I, I just want to be very clear so people understand. Yes, they deleted her stuff, but Tina was too smart, and she still has it all, folks. And this is the damning evidence we're talking about. Go ahead and finish up, then we'll turn it over to the sheriff. Okay. So when uh, so that was done in uh, in May. Uh, in August, it was leaked out that I had done this, and I was on the way to. Um, uh, an election symposium uh, that Mike Lindell was putting on. And while I was at the airport getting ready to go, the, 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 um, the sheriff's office and the police raided my, uh, uh, and law enforcement raided my um, office. And I had to make a decision whether to stay or to go, uh, to stay with my people or to go. And I went ahead and went to the symposium where they put on the screen my information. The person that had leaked it uh, put my information on the screen, and I went up to my cyber guys, and I went, we do have something, don't we? And they go, oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, so they whisked me away. Um, they, meaning my, my protectors, 
whisked me away to Texas to protect me because they knew that this this information was going to be so damning that my life was uh, in danger. And a week later, my hotel room got broken into. So then I had 24-7 security. And I, but I was working while I was gone because they were trying to take over my office saying I wasn't working. So I was working with my staff by Zoom. And when I came back, after the first report came back, um, I felt safe enough to return. Uh, All right, stay there, to- Tina Peters. Ladies and gentlemen, heartbreak coming up. Now the question for Tina, should I stay or should I go now? If I stay, there will be trouble, right? If I go, it just might be double. We'll see what happens in seconds. Sheriff Mack, Tina Peters, Sam Bushman on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Some 40 million Americans are under heat alerts due to dangerous and intense, potentially record-breaking heat across the plains at Mississippi Valley. That's expected to continue into the southeast this week. Firefighters are already battling 89 large fires across 12 states. In Europe, the heat wave has killed more than 1,100 people in Spain and Portugal. For the first time ever, the U.S. Navy's Blue Angels Flight Squadron are adding a female jet pilot to their ranks. Lieutenant Amanda Lee will join the elite flight squadron this fall. Boosting ties with South Korea. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, after touring Seoul Science Park on Tuesday, calls out China. We cannot allow countries like China to use their market position in key raw materials, technologies, or products to disrupt our economy or exercise unwanted geopolitical leverage. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Russian President Vladimir Putin admitted Monday that Western sanctions on his country are causing colossal high-tech issues in Russia, especially its high-tech industry. Putin said that sanctions imposed by Western countries would not turn the clock back on Russia's development. President Trump calls out the Pulitzer Prize folks after they awarded journalists a Pulitzer Prize based on the massive cover-up of Russian collusion. Former President Trump says the Pulitzer Prize Board is, quote, running cover for the biggest reporting failure in modern history. The board rejected multiple requests by Trump to rescind awards given to the New York Times and Washington Post. The two papers were honored for reporting on Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. The board said on Monday it conducted a review and saw no reason to take the awards back. Trump blasted the decision, saying in part that the Pulitzer Board 
has taken away any shred of credibility it had left with its response. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Tina Peters on your radio. And Tina was talking about how, hey, (laughs) uh, they raided her office to try to get the uh, copies of the image she made. They deleted everything. They raided her office. They caused all kinds of havoc. But she still had the goods. Tina Peters shedding the light on elections. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. Uh, so, Tina, you were saying your your good friends whisked you off to Texas for your safety. You worked with your staff. They tried to claim you weren't working. That was a lie. You were able to work with them anyway, but then you felt safe, so you started to return, right? That's right. Well, in the meantime, they, they uh, took my chief deputy out because when I was gone, they were trying to say that I had vacated my office, which meant they could appoint somebody, and so, but they couldn't appoint anyone because statutorily my chief deputy is the clerk in my stead so they had to figure out a way to take her out they took her out on some bogus hr charge of uh unprofessionalism or something like that uh and uh took her out then when she went back in to go to work they charged her with a class five felony burglary and um uh, and wire fraud then uh so she she was taken out from that uh, fighting those charges, they uh, they eventually fired her. They eventually fired my uh, my um, uh, elections manager with no cause. Uh, th- these are people. That, I mean, what they've done is so unlawful. The Secretary of State issued a mandate to me saying, and we're both elected officials, um, said to me that I agree to recant. Uh, renounce and repudiate what I said on Facebook Live about wanting to make these machines more transparent to the people. And when I when I said that I would not use the Dominion machines that she ordered me to use, she sued me. So this was, I mean, I have I have lost. She's put lawsuits against me. I have had the FBI raid my house uh, at 6:30 in the morning in the house of three others. Uh, it's they they went into the nursing home where my husband with advanced dementia had him sign a divorce decree. We would have been married 36 years the the next uh, the next month. I mean, it's just it it they have done everything. They put me in jail the night I was in jail. Um, I was uh, they they wanted me to watch a rape video. They asked they tried to give me a TB test. They just terrorized me. They put out a $500,000 bail, which even murderers don't get that. And let me just note this, too. I mean, there's so many things that have happened that they've tried to do to me. But this same district attorney just let – now, they're going after me with everything they've got. Merrick Garland has been involved in it. Um, But they let – here in my county, my DA – not my DA. I don't want to claim him as mine. um, The DA here. He just let a man off on probation. Now, you're not going to, well, you probably will believe this, with 26 pounds of fentanyl. Now, tell me how, how many I, people. I actually, read about, I actually read about this. It is psychotic. I mean, it is just insanity. Um, even the sheriff is kind of concerned about that one. Sheriff Mack, <laughs> what do you make of all this, though? They're out of control. They claim we have no evidence of election fraud, but yet they do this kind of stuff? 
Well, they certainly don't want to pursue any evidence that there's uh, uh, election fraud. Uh, but Tina, let me let me make sure here. They arrested you, correct? That's right. And the charge is? Uh, well, the charge is it's interesting that you should ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it is. the charge, the things they accused me of to take me out, unlawfully take me out of my office, which was wrongful act and neglect of duty, the indictment, the indictment and the felony charges have nothing to do with that. They are impersonating a person. Uh, like stole, uh, stolen identity, things like that. Uh, oh, influencing a public servant. That's my favorite one. Influencing a public servant. They influenced me and told me there were no wireless devices in the, in the election equipment, which there are. There's 36 of them we've proven. Uh, they, uh, you know, they told me that they weren't, that they weren't connected to internet. They told me that uh, they were just doing a simple upgrade. No, they deleted 29,000 election records. And our third report, which is on my site, shows how they actually are able to flip an election. Of course. So, uh, so they're and, accusing and, me of, yeah. <laughs> Well, one, they've charged you criminally. They've indicted you. And what I know about indictments is that a grand jury, because of the manipulation of the DA, not your DA, the DA that's there. Uh, I don't know who said this, but it says an, um, in reality, a grand jury will indict a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, because hold on, because the grand jury oftentimes just believes that they have to follow the orders of the judge. Whatever uh, the, the, the DA, grand... no, the DA, Sam, it, whatever the DA says, they will follow. And he's the one that's prosecuting Tina. Yeah, so he's got a serious conflict of interest. But the the problem is the jurors aren't educated enough, and that's why they don't die because they almost believe that they have to. They don't understand their real role, Sheriff. Right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. There's no due process. There there's no fairness. It's a complete one sided star chamber, and that's what the grand juries in this country have been turned into because of the DA. And this is so crazy. I mean, this is so unjust because they're not going after justice here they're going after tina and they want to make an example of her so nobody else will ever question uh, these machines or election fraud And, and tina thank you for the work you've done here this should be if you get any kind of fairness at all a slam dunk for you to get out of this and yes i'm astonished $500,000 $500,000 bail for you? Mm-hmm. You've got to be kidding. It. But that's... Well, the judge they... lowered it. What did, he, what did he take it down to? 25000 but it was a cash bond, not even a PR oh, wow. bond. But put my house up. That, man, that's quite a bit uh, of a reduction, 500000 or $25,000. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm glad that happened, but you should not be arrested at all. And uh, and the DA I heard said uh, that you're a flight risk. Of course, uh, uh, you know this just goes to show. Sam and I have talked about this a Hold lot. Hold on, flight risk because she goes to another state. I thought it was well, the United States there. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's she's a flight risk because she spent time at a seminar with Mike Lindell. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that Good. was um, and with you guys. 
Yeah, she, oh, yeah. she was a flight right. risk. She, was, she went all the way to Las Vegas. It was crazy. She almost got arrested for coming to our seminar. <laughs> I did. They <laughs> no, put a to warrant our press out. conference. They, did you know that they put a warrant out for my arrest? I had to leave. Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. I, that's because astonishing. I was there. They didn't but, like they won't go, but they won't go after real criminals, but they will go but, after somebody who's simply trying to preserve the election that just happened. So but they we, played I'm games. trying to save our republic. Let, let, save our republic. let me help our audience Literally. understand this. They played games of technicalities, though, because they said she could travel while she was running for office. A day before our seminar, she's not running for office. So they rescinded that and played games. And what they need to understand is commitments that people have made. Tina had talked to us, committed to speak and everything else, and she's just fulfilling uh, her responsibilities. But they're using, again, technicalities. Uh, they're revoking things without her knowledge. They're, they're just flat out playing games. Because they don't have any evidence. They don't have any legitimacy uh, to their, uh, in my opinion, criminal views, criminal activity. Uh, and there's another views. question. There, there, wait, wait, wait. There's another question along that. Did you say that the FBI or some other official took a divorce paper into your invalid husband and had him yeah. sign it? Yes, and when I – well, my husband, I, I was on FaceTime with him because because it's – it's hard to understand him, so it's easier if, if if I'm not there with him or taking him out to be able to see his lips, you know, move. And mm-hmm. um, so I can understand because his voice is, you know, kind of garbled. But um, he told me, he said, the day after I was raided by uh, the FBI, uh, they, he, he, we were talking and he said, honey, I think I did something wrong. And I said, what'd you do? And he goes, I don't know, but there were a lot of people here and I signed something. I said, what do you want me to do? And he said, call our attorneys. So I called up our attorneys, um, and then a few days later, he got back with me and said the DA had called him and told him not to help me, that I was under investigation. And so oh this is God. a small – yeah. And I found, out, I found out the next month that what he had signed was a divorce decree. And uh, that was one month uh, before my thirty, our thirty-six year anniversary. For God's They're sake, animals. they're animals. They are they animals. Will do what, you know. Now, hold just, on, though. I can't just, he? Can't he just uh, retract that? Though people, you know, sign those things all the time and then want to back out of them. Can't he change his mind? No, it's more complicated than that. They, when I left in August, you need to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. Tina Peters with us. This is a reality check story, to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. One brave public official is standing forward to stop election fraud, and they're going absolutely off the rails ballistic. More in seconds with Tina Peters on your radio. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. 
I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they're literally, um, man, what's that phrase in the military they do that's just like shock and burn, where they just basically destroy everything, just burn it all down. That's what they're trying to do to T- Tina Peters, it seems, ladies and gentlemen. They've got this uh, policy where it's just like, hey, leave no stone unturned. And they haven't killed her because she's too public. She's too, it would become a martyr for the cause of election fraud. So they don't want to kill her. Right now, they just want to basically make sure that everything in her life is absolute devastation. Uh, Tina, is that about the summary? That's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good explanation. Oh, what do they call that? <laughs> Slash and burn? Is that what they call it? I think. Uh, it's. Uh, Are you I thinking of shocking on? Shocking on, yeah. Yeah, but it's a slash and burn policy, I think is what they call it. Anyway, uh, so Tina, where do we stand now um, and and where are you at? So you're not running for office. Did you lose an election? What happened? Give us the update. Well, okay, so that's that's the that's the next thing. The same the the same uh, technique. I don't know how the same fraud that we uncovered in our report number three. And like I said, you can people can download the report one, two and three on my website. But in report number three, where, where we show how the machine manipulates the vote, is exactly what they did to me and, a, and also a Senate candidate. So I actually won the race. Uh, what they did was, um, without going too much into detail, I can do that on another show, they, they flipped the votes. Uh, I had 47%, according to a G- GOP poll, uh, going into the race with two other opponents. One was, if you can imagine this, the uh, director and the secretary for the organization, Center for Tech and Civic Life, that, that Mark Zuckerberg funneled $470 million through, 94% went to elect Joe Biden. Um, and this is, this is a woman running <laughs> in the Republican primary. The other one was a... Uh, a, a another implant but um so what they ended up doing was they ended up cheating my election so right now what we're doing is uh in others elections we had like 10 people in el paso county uh anyone that said anything about election 
Uh, we were, I'm even told from my friends in other states, um, who some of them you know, uh, that they were told by the establishment, if you just don't mention anything about elections, we will get you over the finish line. They've been told this and offered money. So they cheated my race. We're going after it now to prove um, they weren't really smart to do that. They should have waited till the to the general election instead of the primary because now I have plenty of time to uh, to prove what they did. So we're looking we're working on our recount right now. Um, they want to put it through the same machines that they uh, <laughs> that they did the the fraudulent um, uh, counting tabulation, uh, which we're asking for a hand recount. So there's a lot going on. It's a never-ending battle, but you know, I think the thing that I would, I, I want to leave people with uh, when they hear my story is I'm not a victim. You know, I didn't raise a Navy SEAL for nothing. I'm a gold star mom. I lost my son in 2017. I'm a cancer survivor. Um, you know, I've survived much worse. When you lose, when you lose a son at 27 years old, uh, that was that was in, that had served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And you survive cancer. There's not a whole lot they can do to you. And what I'm seeing right now is our nation is being taken taken over by globalists. It's not Democrat or Republican. It's a uniparty. It's it's evil people that that want to uh, destroy America. And I took an oath of office um, when, when I became uh, the clerk and recorder of my county. Uh, you know, I I took an oath of office to uh, defend the Constitution. Um, and I will not back down. I will not go away. I will not give up, uh, you know, and so they, they really don't know what to do with me. And Mike Lindell, bless his heart, he, he's putting his time and treasure uh, into this. Uh, he told me, uh, Michael Flynn told me, that be as public and as vocal as you can. And Amen so I, I, when, I, when I speak in front of people, I say, do something. You know, they can't get us all. So do something, become involved, wake up your fellow, um, you know, uh, patriots, wake up. You know, I think about there's a there's a verse that I when when we're getting ready to go that if you don't mind that I end with, because um, it's very encouraging. And I want people to be encouraged by my story. I want them to know that if they can do this to me, a 66 year old grandmother that doesn't have any prior anything relating to uh, uh, acts against the uh, law. Um, they can do it to you. They can do it to each person uh, that comes up against them, and they're doing that. They're wanting to take away our free speech. They're wanting to take away our liberties. When I was laying in the in that jail cell, I realized how quick, how quick they can take away every single liberty you have. And I think about the 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 guys uh, or the people that are in jail. Um, if if people haven't watched it yet, watch Bloody Hill um, and go to StopHate.com. Uh, that's about these people that are being held uh, without due process uh, from the January 6th um, lie. Uh, you know. yes. so, Ladies and gentlemen, the I, term I was looking for is it slash and burn, but it's called a scorched earth policy. It's a slash and burn scorched earth policy, which is what they're uh, really using on Tina. Sheriff, start there, will you? Well, <laughs> yeah, boy, I'd say this is slash and burn. Um uh, I, I'm appalled that uh, public officials, FBI, uh, which I've said for years now, Sam, cannot be trusted. They are Nuremberg officers, and a bunch of Nuremberg officers raided uh, Tina's home. Uh, 
uh, and it's state and local. And I don't even know why the FBI could get involved in this. It's a local issue. Uh, but I, I guess they're trying to protect people's right to vote. Uh, uh, but that's ridiculous. Uh, and and obviously, uh, the, the FBI has just become a political hack for whoever's in charge uh, of the White House. And uh, I, I just love it when the FBI proves that I'm right. And they certainly did in this case. And this is absolutely outrageous that they have tried to go after this woman, this wonderful patriot. Uh, and as she said, grandmother never committed a crime in her life. She's trying to do her job as the local county recorder and trying to preserve evidence. And she gets arrested. If that's not exactly what's been happening for every single person to every single person who is crying about election fraud, they are proving once again that they have something to hide. Why? Because they do. And Tina, thanks for your work. I so admire you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's my duty, you know. Uh, uh, You know, it's... um, can I just read this scripture that the Lord put on my heart? Because I feel like people need to wake up. They yes, got please. to wake up. Yes, please. Okay. No, and you may know this. We'd love to. Okay, it's it's first Thessalonians five. It talks about the day of the Lord. It says, Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a feast in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come upon them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you're doing. And then it says, it says, now we, final instructions, now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And I urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. And then it just says, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Wow, amen. We're, gonna, we're in a fight. Right. got to save this republic. Yes, so we do. So, Tina... Do we don't want people to donate to your campaign because then that gets mixed up with your defense and then they want to cause problems with that. How do people help? 
you know, they can, I, I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm starting a, um, a 501C3. Uh, It'll be saveourrepublic.us. It's not quite ready. Um, it's 90% done, so it should be up to uh, be able to fund me uh, traveling and speaking and uh, telling people my story and encouraging them to stand up and, and, and let them know that, that there's more of us than there are of them. Um, but that's not quite up. They can go to it, but it's not quite ready. Uh, but they can also, I would encourage them if they want to support the cause to donate to uh, the Michael, Mike Lindell Legal Offense Fund and also to buy his, his products because uh, Walmart, and stop shopping at these places, Walmart just um, uh, stopped carrying his products because of their political uh, views against him. So that's how people can help me. Uh, the the uh, Lindell Legal Offense Fund, and and also to look for my uh, my website uh, when it's ready uh, to support me in spreading the word and encouraging people. All Thank right, you Tina, so make much. sure you reach out and keep us in the loop on what's happening. We'll have you back as this unfolds. We'll do all that we can to help you in your cause. I know this is an epic battle. I know there uh, these people literally have when it comes to Tina, folks. I kid you not. It's a slash and burn scorched earth palsy. When they get so desperate that they go to her invalid husband and manipulate him into signing divorce papers, I'm just telling you right now, does it get more scorched earth than that, Sheriff? We talk about a new low. Yeah, yeah. No, it gets a little bit worse. I haven't told you completely everything. That night I was in jail, wow. my dad died, and they I didn't find out until the next day, and they went and harassed all my family, saying that I made it up. In my grieving family in, in four states. <laughs> so they they're, they're pretty low. Sam, that's like when the FBI was taunting Sam Weaver and his children after they mm -hmm. uh, blew open uh, Vicki Weaver's head uh, yeah. in front of her children. That's the same thing. I mean, these people have no conscience, they have no shame, and they have absolutely no American values. Tina Peters, thank you so much. Uh, we'll keep uh, everyone posted on what's happening with you. We appreciate you. Keep in touch. Our prayers are with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we're flat out of time this hour. Next hour, simulcast with Bridie on TV, the Sheriff Mac Show. Hang tight. We'll do it all in seconds. God save the republic. the fastest growing streaming TV network in the world. And the reason why it's so important, because the Lord is using us to get truth out to we the people. Center left, center right, we're uniting like never before. Blacks, whites, Asian and Hispanics, all uniting on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv. We'll see you soon. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. 
that do not require governments, corporations, or markets to make good on their obligations. At the top of this list of intrinsic assets is physical gold and silver. These precious metals have outlasted every failed civilization and government in human history. And they are non-digital, which means they still hold value even if the power grid fails. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals that are delivered securely and discreetly into your hands. Visit brightionmetals.com to check their live pricing and in-stock coins and bars. Find out why they are my trusted source for physical metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Brighteonmetals.com. Satellite phones have been wiped out globally because of the supply chain collapse and war in Europe. But a truly amazing new option has emerged, the Bivy Stick, which allows you to send and receive text messages using almost any mobile device without relying on cell towers at all. In a world where war, riots, or a power grid failure can happen literally at any time, the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bivy Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. All right, back with you live. The Sheriff Mac show continues in simulcast with the Liberty Roundtable live radio talk show on Brady on TV and radio, as well as on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Uh, really quick before we bring Sheriff Mac on, last hour on radio, Sheriff Mac and I had Tina Peters with an update from her situation. My heavens, ladies and gentlemen, they have a slash and burn scorched earth policy when it comes to Tina. I'm telling you right now, they know that she's got the goods on them and they don't know what to do. Uh, her father died the night they threw her in jail. They mocked her family. They literally went to her invalid husband and tricked him into force, assigning divorce papers uh, on Tina right before their 36th year wedding anniversary. I'm telling you right now, it's a slash and burn uh, scorched Earth policy. Uh, anyway, last hour, give you the details. LibertyRoundtable.com for that or LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. Without further ado, Sheriff Mack, welcome back after a long week on the road, sir. <laughs> Boy, I look back at the last week, uh, a week ago today, Sam, and it is amazing. Thanks for being part of this Sheriff Mack show and thanks for being part of, wow, that Wowzer Viva Las Vegas two events that we had last week and and man Amen. oh man was was it a uh double down uh event because first of all we had two different events so i guess we doubled down and man oh man i don't know if you know this sam but that's uh i know you know it i'm just teasing uh that's a gambling term in blackjack when you want to double your bet so you double down and we certainly doubled down uh, in Las Vegas this past week. And, and thanks for everything you and your people did and, 
And thanks to Kathy Smith and Loving Liberty and all the volunteers that made this happen. It was amazing. We doubled down with Lindell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sure did. And uh, But he didn't go to Freedom Fest. Uh, uh, I, I was kind of right. wondering why. He was why, at the press but, conference. Right. But, man, oh, man, uh, he he uh, knocked it out of the park. Uh, and so did every sheriff. I, I think the highlight of the whole convention were the sheriffs that we had there, these, these constitutional Yeah, you're sheriffs. right about that. Don't don't give them the details, though. Let's first go to the uh, the Sheriff Mac Wynn 25 years ago at the Supreme Court quote. We'll do that, and then we'll get into the, all the details and break down what happened last week because, boy, howdy, was it incredible. And we're working on putting the it videos was. up on CSPOA.org soon. The posse's later today. I mean, it doesn't get better than this. Uh, the quote from the win over Bill Clinton uh, in defense of We the People, Sheriff. Yeah, uh, a lot has been said about the Supremacy Clause, Sam, and the federal government, of course, uses the Supremacy Clause to show that they're supreme to everybody. And yet, yes, indeed, <laughs> the states form the federal government. So let's see how Scalia clarifies the Supremacy Clause. And let's be clear, Scalia backed. Let's be clear, Scalia backed by the majority. We need to highlight that point. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, as slim as it was, it was a, a majority, 5-4. Uh, but it, it's that should not diminish the power of this case and what Scalia did. The Supremacy Clause, however, and I'm quoting right now. I'm quoting, uh, and Sam, I've got a little bit of a cold this morning, so I apologize for that. Uh, however, the Supremacy Clause makes law of the land, and I added this, only, so only, I added that part, but I, just for emphasis, because he, he's doing fine without me, but I just had to do that. Supremacy clause, however, makes law of the land only, and that's me, laws of the United States, which shall be made in pursuance, and in brackets here, of the Constitution. Because that's what he was talking about. And that's what the Supremacy Clause talks about. It's only telling you that the federal government has supremacy when they are doing work in pursuance of the Constitution. If they are outside the Constitution, they have no supremacy. So, may shall be made in pursuance of the Constitution. So, the Supremacy Clause merely brings us back to the question discussed earlier, whether laws conscripting state officers violate state sovereignty and are thus not in accord with the Constitution. I'm telling you, Scalia was absolutely an artist and a wizard here in his uh, direct uh, preservation of history and of the United States Constitution that was preserved in this decision, the only time sheriffs beat the uh, federal government and specifically Bill Clinton. So there you have it. And pursuance means to carry out, if you will. So to carry out yeah. via the Constitution. 
In other words, the Constitution is the supreme guide as we carry out any laws in America. All right, that's what we need right, to understand exactly. from this, ladies and gentlemen. And Scalia nails this reality. And therefore, he then continues and highlights that, hey, Sheriff Mack had no ability to keep his oath of office and obey Bill Clinton. It was not possible to do both. Therefore, he had to stand up in defense of the Constitution because the president was out of line. And what's fascinating, Sheriff, is 25 years later, we're starting to get all kind of cases that are now doubling down on the initial point, which is, hey, the sheriff has the duty, the obligation, the responsibility to stand up for the Constitution even when the president violates the law. The president needs to be reined in back then, 25 years ago, and ever increasingly as we see it today, sir. Today, uh, it, yes, uh, and I don't think it's ever been worse. I never thought it could get worse than the Clinton administration, uh, and I never thought it could really get worse than the Bush administration, uh, and then I never thought it could get worse than the Obama administration. Now we have the <laughs> O'Biden uh, administration, and it's the worst in, in American history. Uh, the what what Biden has done, what o, o Biden has done uh, on the border uh, with inflation, uh, with Sam, can you believe that this is what he does? He shuts down the gasoline industry and the oil industry in America, destroying the businesses uh, that produce oil in the cleanest fashion in the world. And then he crawls to OPEC countries and Saudi Arabia in his little trip and bows before these people, begging them to produce more oil so that the price will go down in America that he caused in the first place. So one, to the leftist green people and fanatical climate change people, He's, he has appeased them because he's cost so many jobs in America by shutting down uh, uh, the oil industry in America. And then he goes and begs Russia, which he did earlier in his term, and now OPEC nations, especially the Middle Eastern countries that are, are well, let's just say they're not our friends. Uh, and, and I would say most of them <laughs> are our least. enemies. Yes, no kidding. And he begs them to put back the oil into the to the world that he caused a shortage of in the first place. Why didn't he just let America stay oil energy independent and keep the jobs here in America instead of making these billionaires over there that do not support civil rights, <laughs> human rights, that have committed murder, uh, which is very well documented, and, and yet... He goes over there and tries to get a relationship with them. I think that because is so shocking. Because then he shocking. couldn't destroy the country. Well, of course, if he yeah. would allow American uh, oil and, and America first, and all this as, as Trump and others uh, way long ago had it. Uh, then you, you know, you wouldn't be able to destroy the country because America would be great and financially and energy independent, which right. is what we need to return to immediately. But he also had an insult to injury when it comes to the border. I don't know if you know this, but here's what he's doing now. He's basically. Uh, manipulating the oil industry by the oil people uh, are losing their jobs so they can't afford their homes and then they're losing their homes and illegals are paying more for those rentals than the 
oil people were paying, and therefore they're supplanting the oil people now. And illegals are living in the homes that people who worked in the oil industry used to have and, and, and rent, um, but now they can't because there's no jobs. And we're replacing them now with illegals at a higher rent rate, if you will. That reported by The Blaze just yesterday. Well, uh, you know, uh, I guess nothing surprises us anymore, Sam. And just about every show you and I do, I sit here and go, uh, can it get any more insane? And every day it does. Uh, and there is no question, no question whatsoever, impeachable offenses by this president and his administration are so numerous. Uh, but impeachable offenses uh, should be called actually the treason that he has committed. He has brought more of the, 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 the worst drugs into America, fentanyl, uh, heroin, uh, LSD, PCP. He's brought, uh, he's brought them in here. Now, I'm not going to say he has just allowed them in here. His policies, he is directly responsible for the influx of drugs into this country. And, and uh, a hundred times over, he has uh, yeah. brought in enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in this country. But you know what? No. He's above the law. There's a secret combination, so nothing can be done to arrest him <laughs> unless we elect good Americans. And I've got a little bit of good news. Today is the Maryland 2022 primary, ladies and gentlemen. And we're praying for the yeah. success of Michael Parutka running for attorney general in the great state of Maryland. Uh, our prayers are with him today, Sheriff. Michael Anthony Peruca, as he usually calls himself. I've never asked him why he does that, but he does. Because um, he's an attorney. What a great man. Uh, yeah. And your well, desire an when you're an attorney to be absolutely accurate is important. So that's why. Yes. Well, he he is running for attorney general of the state of Maryland. And we ask all of you to pray that liberty will succeed today in this election uh, in Maryland. Uh, I really hope the people put civil rights first, because if they do, they will elect Michael Peruca. But there's also one other question with that. Is it going to be a fair election? Is there going to be voter fraud in Maryland uh, to keep this good man uh, out of office? And, and Sam, I'm telling you right now, uh, I said this before uh, 2,000 Mules came out, and I'll say it now even uh, more so afterwards. I do not trust a single election in this country. It is taken over by uh, the election mafia, and the government that is there is just like the government that Tina Peters has been fighting and that they've gone after Amen. her because she tried to preserve evidence on voter machines. The other one, Sheriff Schmeling in in uh, Wisconsin. He conducted a very thorough investigation on nursing home voter fraud. And he turns it over to his DA. The DA says, look, uh, these people don't live here. I don't know if I really have the jurisdiction. It should be fine for you to turn it over to the Attorney General of the state. That that man actually uh, made fun of the sheriff and and told him that was a nice publicity stunt. And the sheriff wasn't trying for publicity. He did. He was not even the one that created this investigation. It was a citizen who came to him uh, and was reporting that her relative, I believe it was her mother, 
voted and she's invalid and she's not capable of voting, but somebody voted for her. And so the sheriff investigated. He found that it was much more widespread than just her. And he turned it over to the uh, AG uh, to arrest and charge to charge six different public officials that did this. And he got made fun of. It's that kind of corruption, Sam, that we are fighting in this election fraud. And it doesn't look like it's going to get any better soon. It's going to get worse, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you my takeaway from our election fraud conference, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of things you can take away from it because it was incredible. We'll get into more of the details here in a couple of minutes. But I want to really give you my takeaway that I really found the most important of all. Sheriff, it's one thing to allege vote fraud, election fraud, and uh, campaign fraud. Uh, It's another thing to produce evidence beyond probable cause. All those things have been done. But to me, the reaction from government officials at all levels, from the FBI, the Justice Department, uh, the Defense Department, the CIA, the FBI, in other words, the top, if you call government the top, or the real top, which I believe all the way down to the state, to the county, and to the precinct level. So all the way from the top at the precinct to the bottom, the Justice Department. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, the response to evidence and legitimate investigations on vote fraud, election fraud, and campaign fraud, because it's all the above, the response to this is, to me, the smoking gun. That is the takeaway from this event that we had. Why on earth, when the sheriff has a legitimate, completed investigation with evidence of wrongdoing, and the DA and the attorney general mock the sheriff and call it a political stunt, when other sheriffs have evidence, and now they're investigating those sheriffs, And then the news media gets in bed with these dishonest elected officials, politicians, whatever you want to say, uh, and doubles down in uh, carrying the lie, peddling the lie. And and, and so everybody who is interested in election integrity then becomes the enemy. They vilify, like Tina Peters as last hour, like Sam Bushman and Sheriff Mack. We have never been attacked like we're being attacked now. Like Sheriff Schmeling, like Sheriff Darleaf, like Sheriff Calvin Hayden. Okay, these are open investigations right now. How do you say there's no election fraud when the open investigations, many of them are not complete? How do you say there's no election fraud? In any other case, they'd say, well, we need to let the investigative process continue and be complete and see if charges are filed or see what, what comes from that. But they're jumping the gun here showing their lack of journalistic integrity. But if you want the takeaway, the smoking gun of the response of government from top to bottom is the smoking gun on this election fraud, ladies and gentlemen. Why do they attack everyone? It doesn't matter how legitimate your investigation is. For example, you've got Sheriff Darleaf, a five-term sheriff. He's been in law enforcement for a long, long, long time. His investigative skills are top-notch. Okay, same with Sheriff Schmeling. He's been in there for a long time. 
these sheriffs have open investigations with hard evidence. The smoking gun is the demonization of these sheriffs, of these people who are looking into this, who have legitimate evidence. Sheriff, isn't that the smoking gun we've really discovered? We kind of knew it, but if there's something that's been hammered home, there it is. You know, I think that's a great way to put it. Uh, I think that certainly adds to the smoking gun. There's no question. Because if you act like you have something to hide, then there's a reason that you're acting that way. Uh, why are why are not the FBI uh, agents going after Tina Peters? Why are they not trying to uh, find out what really happened in her uh, county? She's an ele- she she was an elected official. She still is technically. She's an elected official. They're tr- um, they're trying to they've arrested her, and the only thing she did was preserve uh, the election. She got she went to the computer and preserved the voting in the computer. That's all she did. And she's been arrested for it. Her bail was set at $500,000. Now the judge, uh, very appropriately, reduced it to 25000 But it, But I say appropriately, she shouldn't even have been arrested. All the investigators in Colorado should be on her side trying to say, look, this is the complaint I'm filing with you guys. In, help me investigate this crime. Sam, the the left, the Democrats have always said that this was the most secure election in American history. Well, if but it that's was, what the why Republicans do you care say if too, anybody Sheriff. looks at it? Say that's that again? That's what the Republicans say too, though. Well, some do, some don't, but yes, you're right. I know, but in but general, I, I the Republicans care. have said that. Well, I don't care who says it, but yeah, Mike Pence and, and Mitt Romney and, and other Republicans that really aren't Republicans, but I don't know who really is a Republican anymore. But And I don't care. I'm sick and tired of Democrats and Republicans because they're destroying our country. What I want is is somebody to really do a thorough investigation, not arrest those who are trying to do the investigation. And you're right. Well, and these elected sheriffs, all of them, these elected sheriffs, though, we put several of them on the stage. There are open investigations right now. How do you say, if you're going to care about the rule of law, If you're going to be honest, how do you say there is no election fraud? It's a conspiracy theory when there are multiple open investigations at this very time that are not complete. How do you say that, Sheriff? That is not possible if you're honest in the media, if you're honest as an elected official, whoever you are, you've got to wait till the investigations are complete, don't you, to make that determination? Yes, uh, you would think, you would certainly think, and you would think that, the FBI and the state police in Michigan and Wisconsin and Kansas and Arizona would be all over helping with these investigations and these allegations of uh, extreme election fraud as uh, demonstrated in 2000 Mules and demonstrated by these sheriffs who've been investigating this before 2000 Mules came out. Why aren't they getting any help? But no, everybody's going after them, arresting them, uh, investigating them, and uh, making fun of them and mocking them. No, if the Democrats are telling the truth and the media are telling the truth, this is the most secure election in American history, then they should be wanting to prove what they're saying is true. Wow. 
Amen well, to that. We'll dig was. in in more details in seconds. We're about out of time this segment, but I want you to know, if you want to keep up with what we're doing and you want to get SMS text updates, text the letters CSPOA to the number 53445. CSPOA, text that to 53445. Back in seconds on the Sheriff Mac Show. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value that do not require governments, corporations, or markets to make good on their obligations. At the top of this list of intrinsic assets is physical gold and silver. These precious metals have outlasted every failed civilization and government in human history. And they are non-digital which means they still hold value even if the power grid fails. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals that are delivered securely and discreetly into your hands. Visit brightionmetals.com to check their live pricing and in-stock coins and bars. Find out why they are my trusted source for physical metals and why they're the official sponsor of brighteon.tv. brighteonmetals.com Ohio Brett here, host of the Ohio Brett Show for God, Country, and Sports on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv, the fastest growing streaming TV network in the world. And the reason why it's so important, because the Lord is using us to get truth out to we the people. Center left, center right, we're uniting like never before. Blacks, whites, Asian, and Hispanics, all uniting on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv, we'll see you soon. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hosey, CEO of Physicians Preference Vitamins. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Well, I've created my power pack for you. It's the best vitamin pack on the market. Years ago, I tried other vitamin brands. They didn't work. They didn't give me the nutrients and energy that I needed. They were full of fillers, chemicals, and dyes, which are toxins. If you're taking any other brand than my power pack, then throw them away right now. They're full of junk. My Power Pack retails for $125 for a 30-day supply. But go to GetMyPowerPack.com and use the code POWERNOW to get My Power Pack for just $75. That's a month's supply for just $75. That's just $2.50 a day. That's amazing. I personally guarantee My Power Pack will get you onto a path of health and wellness naturally. All right, Sheriff Richard Mack and Sam Bushman, CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Become a member today and join the posse later today. CSPOA.org to get that done. We're talking about election fraud, and I'm saying right now when there's open investigations, Americans, and especially the media and the government, have no business, I repeat, no business, running around and saying there's no election fraud. That's a lie. That's a conspiracy theory. There are open investigations by legitimate elected law officers or peace officers, sheriffs, on this very topic. So how dare you say there are no election fraud issues 
at all and that we're conspiracy theorists. There are legitimate, open investigations. And how dare you mock those investigations, mock the sheriffs, um, attack individuals uh, who are working on these serious allegations and this evidence beyond probable cause at this point. How dare you? All right, for the press conference that we had last week, that we started out with a historical review of elections uh, in America. Uh, and in that video, it was incredible because it highlights the history. Then it goes into uh, currently what's being done and what the CSPOA is doing about it. We're going to play that video. It's a little long, but we're going to pause a couple of times and give you kind of the update. It starts now. We don't always know how our votes are being counted, and it's not unreasonable to have some questions about our election security. There is no serious person out there. Right there. Right there. All right. So there you You have it, Sheriff. That's that's John Oliver. That that got played over too quickly. I'm not just talking about today. I'm talking about John Oliver really did that quickly. We have a right to ask how our votes are tabulated in America especially when you take into consideration one of the most evil dictators in world history, throughout the world history. Stalin said, it doesn't matter who votes, it matters who who counts the votes. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. No American, if they are using computers to tabulate your votes in your precinct, none of you can tell me how your vote actually was counted. You can't because it's in cyberspace. It's in a computer. And here he is from the left, John Oliver, a comedian who is now decrying the election of 2016 and talking about this now in his video that you can see the whole thing on YouTube. But this is a very powerful question he asks to the entire world. How is it that we cannot ask how Our votes are tabulated in this country. That's all he's asking. He wouldn't be doing it today because of Donald Trump being such a a crazy, insane person about election fraud. Sam, if you'll recall, I told you the Democrats would cheat, lie, cheat, steal, and murder to make sure Trump didn't win. And I was right. And John Oliver is supporting that very thing. And I believe Republicans were in on it as well. So, Hunter, just start the video over now and play it. We'll let it run for a little bit here. There's an incredible history to note. We don't always know how our votes are being counted. And it's not unreasonable to have some questions about our election security. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even rig America's elections. We've seen no evidence that any of our voting systems have been tampered with. The November 3rd election was the most secure. It was the most secure. Most secure. Most secure election in American history, period. What would it take to throw a presidential election in the U.S.? It'd have to be a huge concerted effort, a nationwide conspiracy, possibly involving a 100,000 people or more. And the levels of funding required would be staggering. It's easy to believe the media and the politicians when they say it's impossible. But it's happened many times, and it's happening now on a larger scale than you might be ready to accept. Let's take a quick look back. In 1835, the legendary Davy Crockett had this to say after losing a bid for re-election to the House of Representatives. I wish to inform the people of these United States what I had to contend against. 
trusting that the expose I shall make will be a caution to the people. I have been told by good men that some of the managers of the bank on the days of the election were heard to say that they would give $25 a vote for votes enough to elect Mr. Huntsman. For 14 years since I've been a candidate, I never saw such means used to defeat any candidate as were put in practice against me on this occasion. I have no doubt that I was completely rascaled out of my election, and I do regret that duty to myself and my country compels me to expose such villainy. One author described the vote of 1888 in this way. Ballot fraud was so common that it developed its own vocabulary. Colonizers were groups of bought voters who moved en masse to turn the voting tide. Floaters flitted like honeybees wafting from party to party, casting ballots in response to the highest bidder. Repeaters voted early and often, and GOP ballots from Indiana were distributed wholesale to rascals who were divided into blocks of five and paid to cast them illegally. The public reaction to the 1888 scandal helped to change electoral history and establish the secret ballot. But it was by no means the end of the problems. Have you heard of the Battle of Athens? In the summer of 1945, the GIs came home from World War II to find that a political machine had taken over their Tennessee county. So they decided to put their own candidates on the ballot. On polling day, they witnessed officials letting minors vote and handing cash to adult voters. By the late afternoon, they began attempting to intervene in the fraudulent behavior, and they were physically assaulted, and one of them shot. Then the elections were closed early, and officials and police officers barricaded themselves inside the jail to count the votes in private. The GIs laid siege to the jail and ordered that the ballot boxes be brought out and counted publicly as dictated by law. When the officials refused, the GIs ended the conflict by dynamiting the jail. Those inside immediately surrendered, the votes were counted, and the corrupt incumbent lost by a vote of 1270 to 2175. Now, there have been many other nationwide voting scandals over the years, including the Box 13 scandal with Lyndon B. Johnson in 1948, and Gordon Liddy and the Watergate scandal in 1972. But as the technology involved in counting the votes has evolved, a whole new set of vulnerabilities has emerged. And in 2002, Congress passed the Help America Vote Act, offering states $3.9 billion to help administer federal elections and buy new voting equipment, which sounds great. But the then chair of the Election Assistance Commission, which distributed funding for the new machines, realized that there was a problem immediately. I was forced to send $2.3 billion to the 50 states to buy equipment, even though the equipment was not ready to be bought. So why'd you do it? We had to do it. We begged Congress, let us do the research before we send the money, and Congress said no. So the politicians knew these machines wouldn't work. The politicians don't care. Washington believes that the machines can't be that bad because after all, it produced them. <laughs> so if they won the race, <laughs> how bad can the machine be? The machine can't be bad because it produced me. That is some faulty logic right there. Anybody Pause. who trusts electronic... All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, think about that history. This has been going on since the Davy Crockett days where uh, people feel like there's been election fraud. In 1888, they even had a lexicon for those who would manipulate and change uh, elections, committing voter fraud, 
um, election fraud, voter fraud, uh, and even uh, candidate fraud, if you will, or campaign fraud. Okay, and now we bring it up to the modern day where you have Congress right now that is literally funded machines that they had no evidence if they were faulty or not. And when they were asked to do a test, they would just shake the voting machine as if that's going to do any good for the test. Bottom line is this guy was forced to pay that kind of money. Congress isn't interested in the truth. You want the proof? January 6th happened. That was bad. There were bad actors. I get it. But you know what? Congress never really did their due diligence, their obligation to look into election fraud. They sidestepped it because of that fiasco that took place. They've never done their duty that we, the people, have asked them to do. Well, now the elections are in the mix. The machines are in the mix. And it's getting much worse. Continuing it fast forwards to today. Voting machines should have their head examined. Criminal investigations into Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters alleged voting machine security breaches continues. Tina Peters admits she brought in a consultant to make a forensic copy of the Dominion voting system in Mesa County. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Voting machines in Georgia and Texas switch votes from one candidate to another. Virtually every machine was broken into. What did you see during the software update? We've uncovered something that they're afraid of. We didn't consider the machines. The information found there is the Rosetta Stone. They made a mistake and left the evidence in the machine. And you can hide it as well. It's only what the programmer tells to say. It's literally like the difference between going from pickpocketing to credit card fraud. These people are being selected, not elected. It's about who gets to count the vote. This is not what we do in America. You could make it all go away, though. You just keep your mouth shut. You could have your life back. Can't unsee what I've seen. However, as the new documentary 2000 Mules demonstrates, sometimes those old-school vote harvesting methods are still the best. Regarding the 2020 election, a dedicated group has been able to prove election fraud on an unbelievable scale with a combination of cell phone tracking and surveillance video. We were able to make purchase of data of people that had been near those drop boxes, but also near the organizations. I didn't plan it. 242 people that went to an average of 24 drop boxes in eight organizations during a two-week period. A mule is by our definition, a person that is involved in picking up ballots from locations and running them to the drop boxes. This is a smoking gun. This is O.J. Simpson being seen leaving the scene of the crime. I don't care how partisan you are. You can't dismiss all of this. A whole bunch of people in this country are going to go, oh, my God. I think that if every American saw that, I think... I think it would it would move the needle. It'll happen, as Ernest Hemingway said, gradually and then suddenly. Because it's not just how many people are going to watch this film, it's who's going to watch it. It's going to be lawmakers. It's going to be people that work for the Bureau. It's going to be someone somewhere with a conscience that has power and to say, this is a problem. It can't be dismissed. And, and it can't be dismissed. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. You're talking about 
extraordinary criminal activity, but there's a ton more, you would guess, that you have not even touched. You are talking about two, three hundred thousand ballots that were just harvested in only the your geolocated locations. But you are talking, what, 5% of America? Yes. This is the tip of the iceberg. The way to find it is these guys have the cell phone identification of all the mules, all of them. So law enforcement has to step in at this point, and their next step what were you is, doing seven is times to go, go in that, interview the right. mules. Who paid you? Right. Where'd you get the money? Will any state's law enforcement do this? This is a big question. Lots of little tiny voters making little tiny changes to the ballots is still one of the best ways that bad actors can avoid detection. And it's common all across the nation. Here's a sampling of recent election fraud cases collected by the Heritage Foundation. Each of the cases in this database represents an instance in which a public official thought the fraud serious enough to act upon it. And each one ended in a finding that the individual had engaged in wrongdoing in connection with an election, hoping to affect its outcome, or that the results of an election were altered or sufficiently in question that it had to be overturned. And each one of these cases disenfranchised legitimate voters. And as our nation has become ever more wealthy and influential on the world stage, the stakes have only gotten higher. And the greater the deception becomes, the less the perpetrators want the American people to take a look behind the curtain. However, there are those who will no longer be deceived. For instance, two years after the 2020 election, the entire Texas GOP has issued a statement claiming the Biden victory is illegitimate. Election fraud has happened many times. It is happening now on an incredible, uncomfortable scale. The Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association is calling upon all Americans and law enforcement nationwide to come together in pursuit of the truth regarding the 2020 election. No one from either side of the aisle ought to be against honest, professional, and independent investigations. We ask for all Americans to demonstrate civility and cooperation as we pursue the truth. That is the video, ladies and gentlemen, chronicling the history of election fraud, vote fraud uh, in America, and campaign fraud, folks. This is serious. It's gone on for a long time, but it has gone into the stratosphere with machines, uh, with central government tabulating, with uh, mail-in ballots. With It has gone through the stratosphere, and it must be stopped. Our republic depends on it. That's how we kicked it off, and we turned it over to you, Sheriff. We'll do that now. <laughs> well, Sam, uh, the video was very powerful, and then we had uh, sheriffs uh, that we had there, uh, five or six of them on the panel discussion with, well, I'm not going to say panel discussion. Panel discussion really didn't happen until Thursday at the Freedom Fest. This was a legitimate press conference, and each sheriff was given three minutes just to introduce what they had been doing uh, with their uh, investigations. Uh, and then, uh, we, of course, the two big hitters that were there, Reuters and New York Times, uh, uh, were allowed to talk to anyone. I mean, I, I say allowed. Well, yeah, it was our meeting. We paid for that hall and we rented, we rented that hall at the Ahern Hotel. So yes, we were in charge, but we told the sheriffs, you can talk and say whatever you want. 
we told the reporters, you can talk to any of the, the sheriffs. You can ask any question you want. We're not keeping you down. We're not trying to do any of that. We believe in freedom of the press, even though we don't agree with most of your tactics, especially New York Times. But we invited them there. And, you know, they got to do what reporters do. And, and so there there were so many powerful different um, uh, points and statements made. and. Probably none more powerful than uh, Sheriff Leaf, who was actually saying, I've been investigating this now almost two years. Two years, Sam. And so, just like with Tina Peters, what did they do? Well, the state of Michigan, the Attorney General, and the Secretary of State, who's in charge of elections, are now calling and are actually doing a criminal investigation on Sheriff uh, Darleaf, Sheriff Leaf in Barry County, Michigan. They're actually investigating him because he's investigating election fraud. That is the only reason he is being investigated because he's investigating election fraud. If these people aren't trying to cover up election fraud, then what are they trying to do? Are they helping the sheriff investigate? Another thing I really like is that Sheriff Leaf and Sheriff Smaling are now saying they're getting more interest from other sheriffs in their respective states because of the obvious cover-up from the states in in those uh, specific uh, investigations. So this is really and that's going why, to Sheriff, I'm calling it the smoking gun. It because is because that's what's really helping not only two the sheriffs from but it's helping the people. Hold on. It's not only helping the sheriffs, but it's helping the people understand what's really happened. Exactly. Last pills from Utah. Go ahead, sir. Well, the the two red pill ladies from Utah, uh, Jennifer and Sophia, uh, that's an amazing thing. And I want to know why sheriffs in northern Utah are not calling for investigations. Where are you, sheriffs? Yes, I know that they're going to be talking to Sheriff Cameron Noel, but it doesn't look like it's happening in his county. So he's going to try to help them get other sheriffs in Utah to get moving on their investigations. They should totally, every sheriff in that state should be looking uh, at voter fraud, but especially in Utah County, Salt Lake County, Davis County, Weber County, and the areas where they have the, the largest counties. Uh, so, yeah, we have to include Washington County uh, in the St. George area uh, on that as well. But if the sheriffs would just investigate, we're not telling them, uh, oh, election fraud is already there. What do you want? Go and arrest everybody. Like the video showed, Sam, all we want is civility as we approach these investigations and as we initiate these investigations. Let's do investigations. In fact, that's all D'Souza said in the video. I'm, it's over. It's in law. The ball is in law enforcement court. Do your job. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business. And you know what? Our press conference was well attended. 350 plus people in the room. It was packed. Uh, everybody was on fire. There are Americans backing their sheriffs. There are sheriffs doing legitimate investigations. And our sheriffs are now bringing other sheriffs to the table because they see this massive cover-up 
It reminds me of uh, back in the uh, Watergate days. Wasn't it the cover-up that got him, Sheriff? Yes, it was. And, and Sam, uh, you know, if if, if there's no cover-up, why are they not cooperating with all of this? And how the all these talking points that it was the most secure election, and that Biden said this was he had the best voter fraud invest uh, organization. Would ever would anybody in the media or any investigator please tell me what in the world they're talking about? It show me the evidence that this election was secure because the evidence now is clear it was not. Sheesh. And even if they didn't help, even if they thought we were nuts and crazy, it's one thing to not help. It's another thing to literally go after anyone who has the integrity to stand up and say, yeah. you know what? I don't know, but I'm willing to consider. I don't know, but I'm willing to look. I don't know, but I'm willing to investigate. I don't know, but I see the evidence here and I'm going to pursue it. Why are all those people being attacked? Why? Yeah. And that, to me, becomes the biggest smoking gun. Ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye on CSPOA.org. Become a member today. We'll put up the videos from the conference and a whole lot more so you can check it all out. We need your donations, though. This is not cheap, and we got a lot of work ahead of us, and we need your support. For Sheriff Richard Mack and Sam Bushman, God save the republic, CSPOA.org. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. I really don't want to talk about this, but I will. I'm just so I didn't get asked to the junior prom and it's raining, which means by the time I get to school, I'm soaking wet. Dad picked me up just after I left and I was so mad I got out and he said, wait, your mom said to give you this. I forgot my lunch money and then I dropped it in the water and I was late for history and so at lunchtime I had to find something on John Stewart Mill, which of course our library didn't have. So I had to walk all the way down to the office to call my mom and she found something on the internet and called me back. And Karen, she wouldn't even help me and that's a whole nother story. But Dad helped me conjugate nouns or whatever on the way to the swim team workout and then he read my history paper while I was in the pool and of course I forgot the bibliography so I had to do that with my mother when I got home and it made me totally forget that I put my jeans in the washer that morning and I hate it when they sit wet like that all day and smell like mildew but my mom said she put them in the dryer while I was at the swim team and you know I'm just not going to go to the prom no matter who asks me I just want to stay home with my mom and dad family and just hang out isn't it about time unless Dustin asks me from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Two award-winning hours on the radio. I'm telling you right now, first hour with Sheriff Mack, Tina Peters, and myself. We highlighted today as the Maryland primary. 
Our good friend Michael Anthony Poruka running for attorney general there. Our prayers are with him and his family. We also talked about the shooter at the shopping mall in Indiana, ladies and gentlemen. Very strange uh, indeed. But good news, a good Samaritan shot the shooter and saved lives. That's what happens when guns are in the hands of the good guys. We also then had our guest on, Mrs. Tina Peters, shedding a light on elections. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. One brave public official, that's Tina Peters, has finally stepped forward to blow the whistle on the lack of transparency and accountability in our election process. Ladies and gentlemen, the left is certainly determined to take her down. People have been asking her to run for Secretary of State because they want an answer. They want this to be solved. Um, But sadly, they have a slash and burn, literally a scorched earth policy when it comes to Tina. We talked about that an hour, one hour, two. We talked about this incredible CSPOA video called Election Integrity. These people are being selected, not elected, is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. We finished up by letting you know you can get CSPOA text or SMS updates by texting the letters CSPOA to 53445. That's 53445, and you can get on the list. Please do it. You can also get archives of the simulcast of Liberty Roundtable Live. That's radio. And the Sheriff Max Show, that's video. If you want radio, go to libertyroundtable.com, brighteonradio.com, or lovingliberty.net. And Loving Liberty has a phone app, by the way, where you can listen to archives. If you want the video, go to brighteon.com, and you can download the video side of the equation. Thanks so much for being alongside, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting talk always at your fingertips. Without you, we wouldn't be here. So donate liberally, would you please? Lovingliberty.net. Spread the word. Share the love. Live and on demand, free radio and TV at your fingertips. We call it news the networks refuse to use. All right. That's a wrap for Sam Bushman, Michael Brutka, Tina Peters, Sheriff Mack, everybody contributing. Thank you so much. And, uh, well, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.